0: Blessing to be able to bring to us today the prayer experience. And wherever you are, whichever part of the globe you are, it could be a morning time, afternoon, or evening, I welcome you to the prayer experience. Please do us a favor, share this video, and let your friends, family members know that it is time to pray. There's nothing that can take the place of prayer in our lives. It's so, so important that we come back to the place where we know best to change things, to turn the world around for good and for God, and it's in the place of prayer. So please share this video, click that link, click that share button if you're on Facebook, on YouTube, or whatever platform that you are in. Subscribe to the Daily Talks Media channel We thank God because that number keeps rising and growing by the day. We want to appreciate all of you who have subscribed. Thank you. If you have not done that yet, Just look at youtube.com and look for Daily Talks Media and then click the subscribe button. When you do that, that's one way in which you help to increase the influence of this prayer ministry. Also, connect with us live on YouTube and on Facebook, real time. Leave your comment. There are prayer uh, team members right now who will see your comment. You can leave your prayer request, leave your praise report. Let us know what God is saying to you. If you have a word from the Lord, put it down there and we will take note of it. There's also the prayer experience hotline. It's a place where you can call and somebody will be at the end of the line to listen to your prayer request and pray with you. You may not need it, but you might know somebody who needs it. Write that number down and pass it on to someone. Okay, let's go into Thanksgiving right now. As we begin to give thanks to the Lord 2 Thessalonians, chapter two, verse 13. For we ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as first fruits to be saved. It says through sanctification by the spirit and belief in the truth. In this verse of scripture, Apostle Paul was giving thanks to God on behalf of the church. And I want us to do the same right now. Let's thank God for our brothers and sisters. Thank God for fellow intercessors on the prayer experience community. Thank God for people who are there in the place of prayer, day in, day out. There are a lot of people we don't know about them, but they are standing in the place of prayer, interceding on behalf of the church. Let's thank God for pastors. Thank God for ministers. Thank God for missionaries out there in far countries who are doing the business of the gospel and ministry and mission. Wherever you are, indoor, outdoor, whether you're in your living room or in your kitchen, but you've got the prayer experience on, on your phone or on your TV, wherever you are, can we together right now give thanks to the Lord Almighty? Heavenly Father, we're here to just say thank you. We want to thank you for your faithfulness your kindness, your mercies to each and every one of us. Thank you for the body of Christ. Thank you for the church. Thank you for believers everywhere. Yes, we may have suffered a few knocks here and there. The church of Jesus may have let itself down in some quarters, but overall, the church is winning. Jesus said, I'll build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. Thank you that despite persecution, in countries such as Iran, countries such as Iraq, Afghanistan, North Korea, China, and all of those places where the church is being heavily persecuted, we still thank you that there are believers who are standing their ground in faith, in the truth, and across the world. We bless your name and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come with me and let's look at the inspired word. Today, I want to talk about prevailing with God. And many of us know where I'm going to. The story of that man, Jacob, who wrestled with an angel. Many say that uh, it could be angel Gabriel or angel Michael or whatever angel they call it. But it doesn't really matter. What matters is that he prevailed with God. He held on until he received the blessing from the Lord. And look at that scripture. Let's pick up the story. In Genesis chapter 24, 32, 24 to 28, it said this left Jacob all alone in the camp and a man came. This is a spiritual man, a spiritual man. And many times in the Bible, angels appear like men. You remember when three men appeared to Abraham sitting down under in his tent and three men came, three visitors came. In the book of Hebrews chapter 13, it says, Let's be careful how we entertain strangers, because some have entertained angels unawares. In other words, sometimes angels will appear like normal people, and you'll never know. That's why it's important to treat people, especially strangers, treat them with the love of God. You never know. They might be bringing your blessing your way, okay? And the man came and wrestled with him until dawn began to break. When the man saw that he will not win the match, okay? He thought Jacob's heap and wrenched it out of its socket. The man said, "Let me go, for the dawn is breaking." But Jacob said, "I will not let you go unless you bless me." So that tells us that's not just a normal man because Jacob knew this man carried my blessing, carries my increase, carries my future, carries my destiny in his hand. And uh, the man said, "What is your name?" Jacob replied, "Jacob." He says, "Your name will no longer." But Jacob, the man told him, From now on, you'll be called Israel because you have fought with God and with men and have won. And that's where the name Israel began to be uh, uh, established as a lineage and became the name of the nation that God brought out of Egypt, the nation of Israel. And today we are also called the spiritual Israel of God. So there's the natural Israel and there's the spiritual Israel. But it started by one man prevailing with God, one man making up his mind, I'm not going to let you go, Lord, until you bless me. Sometimes God is looking for men and women who will be resilient in prayer. People who will say, Lord, I'm going to stay here in this place of prayer until I experience a breakthrough. People who will stand on behalf of Ukraine and say, God, we will not stop praying until that war ends people who will stand on behalf of iran who will pray and say god until the persecution stops or is brought under control who will not stop praying people who will stand on behalf of the united kingdom united states africa whatever nation it is god is looking for men and women who will stand in the gap and will not give up in ezekiel 22 verse 30 it says i sought for a man but i couldn't find any so my Uh, Anger was poured out upon that generation. But my heart cry has always been, not under my watch. And in the prayer experience community, we always say, not under our watch. Not while the prayer experience is possible. Not not, Not when there are people who have a heart to pray. Will there be such a situation where God will look around and says, I found no man. Here I am, Lord. Here we are, Lord people from Nigeria, people from Canada, people from the United States, on the Prayer Experience community, on the Prayer Experience platform. We are here. We we want to be counted in the number. That's the reason we're doing this. That's that's why we come 1 p.m. weekdays, 2 p.m. weekend. That's the reason why we show up every day, because we want to stand in the gap. We want to prevail with God. We want to keep praying. Until we see a change in the lives of the people around us, until we see a change in our family, until we see a change in our nation, until we we see a change in the world that we live in, is there not a cause to continue to pray? Is there not a reason to continue to intercede? That's my challenge to us today, those of you who are on the Prayer Experience community, whether you are watching this real-time, the recorded version, or listening to the audio podcast later in the day. Will you be counted? Will you remain standing when all the chips are down? When it's all said and done, will you still be there praying? Jesus in Luke chapter 18 says, When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? He was speaking about the woman, persistent widow, and he said, listen, that woman didn't give up until she got her miracle, until she got a fair decision from the unjust judge who said, if I don't give this woman what she wants, she's going to wear me out. It's not like God is the unjust God, but he's the righteous God. How much more if the unjust judge can hearken and beckon to that woman and say, I'll give you what you want. How much more the righteous God. Maybe we don't pray enough. Maybe we don't stand in the place of intercession enough. Maybe some of us give up too soon when we pray about something and we don't see it change. Let's have a moment of reflection. Will you make a commitment? to Lord, I'm not going to give up until I see my family change, until I see my children change, until I see my husband, my wife change, until I see my church change. Until I see the revival that you promised. Until I see the awakening that was spoken about. Until Joel chapter 2 verse 28 comes to pass. Where you pour your spirit upon our flesh. Until we see the move of God upon our land. We, I will not give up. Will you make that commitment? Will you make that decision? Let's pray together right now. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, here we are. Just like Jacob prevailed with that man in that scripture we just read. And it continued until it was almost dawn. And he got his blessing. His name got changed from Jacob to Israel. We are praying, Lord, today that there'll be a transformation in our lives. That there'll be a breakthrough in our lives. That there'll be something you will do in our heart that will bring us to that place where we're like Jacob where we're like the persistent widow, where we don't give up easily when it comes to spiritual matters, where we don't give up in the place of prayer, where we don't lose track and lose hope and lose heart. Luke chapter 18, verse one, Jesus spoke a parable saying unto them that men ought always to pray and not lose heart, that we will not lose heart, that we will not easily give up, Lord. I pray for everyone right now On the prayer experience platform that lord you will rekindle that desire within our heart rekindle our passion for prayer our heart for intercession i believe in you god who makes all things possible rekindle that in our hearts and in our minds in jesus mighty name we pray amen amen i want us to go on praying for the church and i want us to pray using this scripture in Romans chapter 15 and verse 30. This is Apostle Paul speaking the Weymouth translation. He said, but I entreat you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, by the love which his spirit inspires. Look at what the great and mighty apostle was asking, was asking them to do something with him. He says, to help me by wrestling in prayer to God on my behalf. Help me, the great apostle, by wrestling in prayer on my behalf. I want us to pray that the church, God will raise up more intercessors and awaken it unto prayer. How many people in the church today, pastors, ministers, apostles, prophets, whatever you want to call it, missionaries out there, laymen, laywomen, people within the church, It might even be just someone who got saved yesterday. How many people right now, their spirit crying out for spiritual help. men and women who will stand with them in prayer? Apostle Paul said that you will wrestle. You will help me by wrestling in prayer on my behalf. How? How we so need more people who are going to stand with us There are people here, even on the platform today, you're listening to me. There have been times in your life where you could have done with a few people praying on your behalf, a few people praying for you. You just sense that. You come to the place where, yes, you're great in praying. Yes, your spirit is alive. But there are some mountains we can never move on our own. There's some, let me put it, some darkness we can never shift on our own. We need the united Of the church. We need two, three people, five, six, seven people standing together with us in prayer, and then we can shift that darkness. I want us to pray and say, God, awaken the church to prayer. You remember Peter, who was locked up in prison in Acts of the Apostles and chapter 12? He was locked up in prison, but the church kept praying for him, kept praying for him. Peter couldn't do it on his own, he needed more people interceding. Let's pray for that right now. Father, awaken the church to prayer. Stare up more and more and more and more men and women across the board or across our nations in the name of Jesus. We don't have enough intercessors. We don't have enough prayer warriors. We need more in South Africa. We need more in Zimbabwe. We need more in Uganda, more in Kenya more needed in Nigeria, more needed across the nations, oh God. In the United States, raise them up. In Canada, raise them up. Here in the United Kingdom, Lord, we pray raise up more intercessors on our behalf. Stare up men, Stir up women, oh God. Give us, give our eyes no sleep sometimes. Uh, We're going to just ditch that sleep and spend an hour and spend two hours interceding for our fellow brothers and sisters in the faith people who might be going through challenges, people going through trials, people going through difficulties in their lives, help us, stay our heart. That will not just be selfish believers. Our prayers are always, bless me, bless my wife, bless my children. Lord, change our prayer language where we can stand in that place and we begin to groan in the spirit. We begin to stand in a session on behalf of the church, on behalf of the body of Christ on behalf of other people, in other nations, in other communities, by the power of the Holy Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, stare the church, stare the church, Lord. Stare us up, Father, we pray, and we cry out to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I want us to pray for two nations. Number one, I want us to pray for Iran. Many of us are aware of the unrest going on right now in iran where a woman was kind of her life was taken from her because she wasn't properly dressed and there's been a lot of protests and women are out on the street really really uh going for it and and voicing their concern at one of their own being murdered because she wasn't dressed properly but i want us to pray using the scripture in psalm chapter 22 and verse 27 He says, all the ends of the earth will remember and turn to the Lord. All the families of the nations will bow down before him. Two things I want us to pray for Iran, that people will repent, that more more and more people will just come to the knowledge of God in that nation. And two, peace will return back to uh, Iran. God will bring peace, not just just peace that that perpetuates uh, uh, wickedness, For peace, that means people can sit down and have a a healthy discussion. What do we need to change? What do we need to turn around in our nation? Should people be killed because they don't believe in the same religion that we believe in? Or should it be that every man has their own right, right to uh, existing on planet Earth, the right to life, right to practice whatever religion they want to practice, right to decent education, right to good health facility. It shouldn't be based on the religion you practice. The fact that you are a human being means you have rights. I want us to pray that that will come to play in Iran. Pray for Iran, intercede, stand on behalf of that nation right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we want to lift up the nation of Iran before you right now. We pray that Lord, you will step into that situation We pray, Lord, that this will be maybe the turning point that that nation needs for human rights to come again to the table, human rights to be discussed again, the right to practice whatever religion people want to practice has to come back to the table, the right for women to to have the same equality as men in certain societies and communities, Lord, that you will bring that back to the table. We pray for peace over Iran, Lord, that enough of violence, enough of bloodshed. We just ask for your divine intervention over that nation. We want to pray for Christians who are persecuted in Iran, Lord, that you will put a buffer shield around them. We pray that you will protect believers, protect Christians. Let the gospel continue to grow like wildfire in Iran in the name of Jesus. Let your hand be upon that nation at this time, O oh God. We plead and intercede. We plead and intercede for the nation of Iran. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let's join me as well as we pray for Ukraine over the situation in Ukraine. Our prayer today is very simple. Lord, bring an end to this war. Bring an end to this war. You can do it. Look at what Jesus Christ himself said in Matthew chapter 19, verse 26. Says Jesus looked at them intently and said, humanly speaking, it is impossible, but with God, everything is possible, including bringing an end to that warfare between Russia and Ukraine. Not only are the Ukrainians losing their lives, the Russians are also losing their lives. There are many people who don't believe in this war, but they are being forced to fight, being forced to kill others, being, and then many of them lose their life in that aspect. We are not political on the prayer experience, but we want to pray for peace, We want to ask that God will bring an end to that warfare. Lord, touch the people on both both sides. Can we pray right now in the name of Jesus? Lord, we want to pray over the situation in Ukraine and Russia, Lord. We want to see this bloodshed end. We want to see this warfare end. Lord, it's so unimaginable to think in 2022 in Europe that there is war going on and people are dying every day. It's unimaginable lord will you have mercy upon mankind we have not handled this well we have not dealt with it appropriately the way we should maybe selfishness has come in maybe human ego has come in lord we ask that you will intervene We ask that you will step in we ask that you will bring peace to that region in the mighty name of jesus father with men it's impossible But with you, all things are possible. And we're asking you that your divine power will just come in in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Finally, we go into healing prayers. And I want us to look at this scripture in the book of Matthew, chapter 8, verse 17. I like the way the New Living Translation puts it. It says, this fulfilled the word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah, who said he took our sicknesses and removed, removed our diseases, removed our diseases. If he removed them, then the enemy has no right to put them back on us. And I want us to pray right now, if you're on the platform and you have a prayer request, will you put it down? Will you type it? Put it down in the comment section. There are loads and loads of people right now who will see that prayer request and pray concerning it. They will pray concerning that situation. They will pray concerning that that sickness, that disease, whatever it is. And as we agree together, the Bible says, if two of us shall agree as touching anything, it shall be done for us of our Father who is in heaven. Why? Because we have a God who not only hears prayers, we have a God who answers them. Whatever the situation is, God wants you healed. God wants you delivered. God wants you set free. Can we pray together? And I'd like to beckon to all of my colleague, team members, prayer intercessors. Please look at the prayer request that people are putting out and just pray over them. Pray over them. Pray over them. We rebuke the spirit of infirmity. We rebuke the spirit of cancer. We rebuke the spirit of uh, tuberculosis. Every situation in every one right now, we pray. We speak the word of God that our diseases have been removed. He's taken our sicknesses. The enemy has no right to put that back on us. We bind him and we take authority over the powers of darkness. Sickness is not of God. Disease is not of God. Uh, All of the infirmities and the ailment that humanity deals with today is not of God. Somebody put that there. It's called the devil. And we take authority over him in the name of Jesus. And we speak healing and health into lives, into bodies right now in the name of Jesus. We believe we receive. 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 We claim what belongs to us, our healing, our deliverance, our freedom in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen and amen. Let's give thanks to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God, for always hearing our prayers. Aren't we grateful that these prayers are not in vain? There is a God who answers them. Lord, we want to thank you. Thank you because the way you answer may be different, but you do, you do answer prayers, and we want to thank you. We bless your name. We glorify you. We exalt you. Be thou lifted up on high. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, thank you everyone who's been part of this prayer devotional this afternoon. I want to say I appreciate you. And on behalf of the prayer experience team, we are so grateful that you are there praying, praying and bringing to pass the will and the purposes of God. Remember to subscribe to our audio uh, uh, podcast on, on different podcasting service providers. We're there on uh, ios android all devices just search for daily talks media podcast and you'll be able to find us okay we're going to be back tomorrow and it's uh a saturday and it's 2 p.m and uh it will be a lovely time louisa is leading us in that it's been a while but we're glad to have louisa back leading prayer on a saturday i hope you'll be there it will be a great time god bless you bye bye
1: the Lord.